There's going to be multiple times in this sermon where I'm going to say, why don't you have a conversation among yourselves? That is my, that is my attempt at making this as participatory as possible. Okay? Just so that, that, so I need all of your help. We're all going to be preaching this sermon together this morning. Amen? Amen. All right. All of us. Okay? And we're going to be talking about Luke chapter 9, verses 51 through 56. And for all my, my, my kids here this morning, we're going to be talking about how we should respond when people don't like us or when we don't like someone. Okay? It's inevitable in this life that you're going to find somebody that you don't really like all that much, and unfortunately, as surprising as this may be, I'm surprised every time it happens to me, you're going to find some people that may not like you all that much. Okay? I'm, I'm shocked when it happens to me, but it does, you know. So we're going to talk about this and look at how Jesus responded when someone didn't like him. Okay, so I'm going to read Luke chapter 9, verses 51 through 56. We're going to pray together, and then we're going to go into this sermon. And so, beginning in verse 51. As the time approached for him to be taken up to heaven, Jesus resolutely set out for Jerusalem. And he sent messengers on ahead who went into a Samaritan village to get things ready for him. But the people there did not welcome him because he was heading for Jerusalem. When the disciples, James and John, saw this, they asked, Lord, do you want us to call down fire from heaven to destroy them? But Jesus turned and he rebuked them. Then he and his disciples went on to another village. And this is the word of the Lord. Amen. Please pray with me, friends. Dear Lord, thank you so much uh, for another Sunday that you've given us to to be together, to worship. Um, I thank you for those um, who led us this morning. Jesus, I thank you that you were pleased to be with us, to inhabit the praises of your people. Lord, I pray that you would continue to be present with us in a very special way, even as I endeavor to preach what I feel like you've given me. I pray that it would go forth through the power of Holy Spirit, Lord, with clarity, Lord, with conviction. And that you would add to it your effectual power to accomplish in the hearts and minds of every person present here, man, woman, and child, Lord, exactly what you've sent it forth to accomplish. And Lord God, I just pray that you would help us in every way to love Jesus, to love others, even as you have loved us and you call us to love. Lord, we give you the honor and the glory because indeed you are worthy. Amen and amen. All right. So we talked about this a little bit. But here, we're going to start off with a little participation today, okay? I want all of us to think about a time that someone either didn't like you or you didn't like someone. Maybe you you had an argument with someone, you had a fight with someone, they said something that was mean to you. I want you to think about that. Maybe it's your brother, it's your sister, okay? Um, uh, 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 Moms and dads, maybe it's it's mom or dad. Um, And I want you to think about that time. And what I want us all to do is just take a few moments, just about two to five minutes. I want you to talk with your family. Um, Kids, you can talk with mom and dad. uh, Talk with someone next to you. uh, Join the family that's closest to you. And I want you to just talk about the last time you could remember being in this situation where either you you didn't like someone or someone didn't like you for whatever reason. How did it make you feel? And ultimately, what did you want to do about that situation and what did you actually do, okay? All right, let's have that. let's, Let's chat it up a little bit.
sure, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Ryan. All right, guys, just a couple more minutes. You can start bringing your, bringing your uh, conversations to a close. All right. All right, guys. So I said a couple more minutes. I really meant a few more seconds. I'm sorry. All right. So I want you guys to share with me, okay? Share with me. Just, just blurt it out. Don't have to raise your hands or anything. Tell me, how did it make you feel when someone, when someone didn't like you or they hurt your feelings? How did it make you feel? Somebody shout it out. Confused. That's what, I'm always confused when they don't like me. What's not to like? Yeah. Who else? Defensive. That's a, that's a big one. Sad, right? Stressed. Yeah, that's a big one. Angry, scared, yeah, yeah, self-conscious, that's a big one, that's a big one, yes, definitely, definitely, and, and in a nutshell, in a nutshell, uh, whenever you're in these situations where maybe you're not getting along with someone and because of something they did or something you did even, the reality is it just doesn't feel good, right, it just never feels good, and the thing about relationships, be they your family members or your friends, is that you're always going to run into some kind of conflict when you're in relationship. That's just a, when I say always, I mean it's inevitable to happen. That's a big word. Rachel, when I'm using words, I say big words. But it's going to happen. And what we want to do is we want to think about how would Jesus respond if he was in the same situation. And in our story today, we find that Jesus was in a very similar situation where there were people who didn't like him. And he had an opportunity to respond to them in a very unkind, unloving way. But he chose not to, right? And so this is what I want us to see. This is, this is the big, the big uh, uh, idea, the, the main thing I want us to walk away from today. Um, because the way we respond in these situations will reveal, will show other people what we believe about how Jesus responds to us and how he loves us. And so here is the big thing. We forgive others because Jesus forgives us and he forgives them. That's why we forgive others, forgive others okay? And so let's talk a little bit about what happens in this story that we just read. Um, Luke, the person who wrote this story, right, he tells us that Jesus is on his way to Jerusalem. Okay, and Luke says that Jesus set his face towards Jerusalem. And all that means is a very it's a very strong way of saying that Jesus was determined to go to Jerusalem and he wasn't going to allow anything to, to, to set him off track. So he's going to Jerusalem and he sent some messengers ahead of him. But here are two questions that he sent some messengers ahead of him into a village of the Samaritans. 
Say Samaritans. Samaritans. And so here are two questions we have to ask ourselves, okay? Who are the Samaritans? Okay, that's the first question. And the second thing we'll ask ourselves is this. Why did Jesus send some people ahead of him and some messengers ahead of him to the Samaritan village that he was going through, okay? So who are these Samaritans and why did Jesus send these people ahead? And so the first question, who are the Samaritans? In a nutshell, Samaritans were a group of people who did not get along with Jewish people, okay? And Jesus was a Jewish person, okay? And his disciples were Jewish people. Can anybody guess uh, where a Jewish person is from? We just said the word, essentially, where they're from. Huh? Well, where Jesus is going, where they, where's their main place? Jerusalem, right. Jerusalem is where they would go to worship God. It's where they identified as their main place in the world, their home. It was Jerusalem. And so Jesus is on his way to Jerusalem, but the Samaritans were a group of people who didn't get along with Jewish people. Listen to this. It's because Samaritans were different than Jewish people, right? Samaritans were people who had, they had Jewish uh, ancestors or parents, and they also had parents that were from a country called Assyria, okay? And the Jews didn't like them because the Jews looked at them as like, they're not quite as good as us. We're, all of our parents are Jewish, and these people have parents from two different places. Now, a quick question, okay? Is it like God? Is it a godly thing to not like people who are different from us? No, right? God calls us to like people regardless of, what, regardless of how different they are from us. So this wasn't okay, okay? And this is the reason why Jesus tells us that Luke sent, Jesus sent messengers a- ahead um, to, this, to this village, and the villagers did not welcome him. They didn't welcome them because they were Jews. They didn't welcome Jesus and his disciples because they were Jews, and they didn't like Jews. And so let's answer the second question. Why did Jesus send messengers to this village? And I want us to look at, look at this map here. Next slide. If you'll notice, Jesus and his disciples were coming from that kind of pinkish red spot up there called Galilee. Everybody say Galilee. Galilee, Galilee was a section in Judea. I heard somebody say that earlier. And they were traveling from that place all the way down. Excuse me, that's not Galilee was a different place. And they're traveling from Galilee all the way down to Jerusalem in Judea. Okay? Now... Do we see that place that's in between them? What's the name of that place? Samaria. Samaria. And guess who lived in Samaria? Samaritans. And so what Jews would do typically is when they traveled from somewhere up north down to Judea, they would avoid Samaria. They would take a long way all the way around Samaria. But Jesus decided this day that he was going to take the straight route, right? Right? Because the shortest distance between two places is what? A straight line. And so Jesus is going to go straight. Now let me ask you a question. Why do we think that Jesus was going to go straight through Samaria while other Jews would go around? Huh? No, why would Jesus go straight through Samaria when others would go around? It's the fastest way, yeah. Because Jesus wasn't a racist. 
okay? Because Jesus loves everyone. He didn't have a problem with the Samaritans, so he had no problem going through their land. But they had a problem with it. And so because they had a problem with it, Jesus had, oh, so real quick. So Jesus sent the messengers to Samaria because, and this is the answer to the second question, because he needed to find a place for them to spend the night in the Samaritan village because their journey through Samaria would take more than one day. Okay, so he sent them ahead to set up a place for them to, to lodge. Now, we know what happens. Jesus sends the messengers, and the Samaritans say, nope, go back to where you come from. Okay, and then two disciples get really mad about this, two of Jesus' friends. What are their names? James and John. I love having all the big children speak, but let's get some of the smaller children speak, speak too, if they will. I'm not trying to force anybody. James and John. And what did James and John say? What did they say to Jesus because they didn't want them to come, come through? What did, what did James and John say they wanted to do? I was looking behind you, actually. I know, I know it's all about you, Jason. What happened? What do you want? Exactly, exactly. These two said, hey, Jesus, do you want us to call down fire from heaven and burn and destroy these people up? Now, could anybody wonder why that's problematic? It's mean. It can kill people, and that's not good, right? That's not good. That's not what Jesus wanted to do. There's another reason why it's problematic. Who died and made them the, the, the people who could call fire down from heaven? <laughs> when, when did they get that power? Right? But it's mean. It's ungodly. And so Jesus turns around to his two friends, and he rebukes them. He rebukes them. Do we know what that means? What does that mean to rebuke somebody? No. It means to correct someone. Exactly. Correct someone. To rebuke someone means to look at them and tell them in a very stern way, you are wrong. No, that's not okay. You ought to not do that or stop doing that. And that's what Jesus does. He turns around and he rebukes them. And he says, no, that's not okay. We're not going to do that. So not only does Jesus not give these Samaritans something bad because they they were mean to Jesus, right? Not only that, but what was Jesus on his way to Jerusalem to do? Big kids can answer this too. Speak up. Jesus was on his way to Jerusalem to die for them. So not only did Jesus not destroy these people, he actually still, the long way around, still went to Jerusalem. And as much as they didn't deserve it, he went to die for them. He would go to Jerusalem, he would be hung on a cross. And he would be crucified, meaning he would ultimately be killed. And the reason that Jesus would die is because these Samaritans, like us, deserved punishment for the things that they had done wrong against God. But Jesus would take it on himself so that they wouldn't have to be punished and so that we wouldn't have to be punished. And so that they could have a relationship with God and so that we could have a relationship with God. 
Jesus gave these people mercy when what they deserved was punishment. When we choose to love and forgive people who don't like us, like Jesus did, we are showing that we believe that Jesus loves and forgives us even and especially when we don't deserve it, like the Samaritans. Okay? So we choose to love and forgive others even when they don't deserve it. And so another participatory part, okay? I want us to think about how Jesus responds to these disciples, right? The fact that he doesn't destroy them, but he actually goes on to Jerusalem and dies so they can be forgiven. I want you to think about how Jesus responds here. And I want you guys to take some time amongst yourselves to answer this question, okay? How can Jesus' example help you the next time that you get into a fight or dispute with someone about something, right? Maybe someone isn't sharing with you. Maybe it's on the playground, right? Maybe it's at the workplace, wherever it is, someone's being mean to you, okay? I want you to think about this um, when this happens, right? How would Jesus have you respond, okay? Take some moment among yourselves to discuss that, okay? How would Jesus have you to respond when you find yourself in a similar situation? Go. All right, I'm sure we're still, I'm sure we're still deep in conversation. We're just going to put a pin in that right where you are, okay? And I want us to end with asking ourselves this one question. This time, we won't, we won't talk amongst ourselves. I just want you to think, think by yourself, okay? Even ask God to help, help make this clear to you, okay? I want you to think, consider, is there someone who you may need to forgive? Someone who you may be angry at because they've hurt you or done something to you that you didn't like. Or maybe they didn't like you and you don't know why. Think about if there's someone you need to forgive, okay? Um, 
how would you go about forgiving them? Maybe the next time you see them, you can talk to them, bring it up to them, and let them know how they hurt you, right? Or, or maybe you're on the other side, right? Maybe there's someone who you've hurt, and you haven't dealt with that with them. You've done something, you didn't share with them, you said something mean to them, and would you consider potentially the next time you see them saying sorry? Sometimes saying sorry is the hardest thing to do because you have to admit that you did something wrong. And we talked about that, right? That, that makes you feel bad. It makes you feel shame. It makes you feel, um, I think someone said insecure, like you're not really good anymore. And I just want to tell you, none of that is true, okay? We all make mistakes, but it's very important when we make mistakes that we say we're sorry. And we try to make things right. Okay? All right? And so what we do at this point of the service is we take communion. Okay? And if you've ever seen communion done, you've seen that we take the little cracker and we dip it in the juice. But what we're doing when we do that is we are proclaiming, we are saying, we are, we are, we are, we are making it clear. We're illustrating exactly what I've said in this sermon today. That Jesus has died for us and he forgives us. And so before we do that, that's the time in our service where we actually start to think, man, where do I need to be forgiven? Where do I need God to forgive me? And also we start to think, well, where do I need to be forgiven? I mean, where where do I need to forgive someone else? Where do I need to forgive someone else? And so when we do that, it's so that as we take of this this cracker, which represents Jesus' body that was crucified for us, and we drink of the juice, which represents his blood shed for us, what we are saying is that, God, we thank you, we receive you and your forgiveness, but also we want to receive forgiveness that we can extend to other people. Amen? Amen? Okay, so that's what we're going to do at this time. If you know Jesus, if you have asked Jesus to forgive you for your sins, okay? If you are believing in him to to be forgiven and have eternal life, life with him forever, you can take of this meal, this cracker, and this juice with us this morning. Okay? So I'm going to pray for us, and then Pastor Drew is going to lead us in a time of what we call confession. That's just confessing your sins, admitting where you need to be forgiven or forgive others, and then he's going to lead us in taking communion. Let's pray together, friends. Dear Lord, I thank you so much again for the opportunity to share with my brothers and sisters this morning. And I just pray, Lord, that you would indeed help us. Help us and and overwhelm us with your mercy and your grace and forgive us for our sins. Oh, Lord God, I pray that you would make it so, just just overwhelm us so much with your love and grace for us that it would be nearly impossible for us to not extend that love and forgiveness to everyone else who comes to us. Lord, we give you the glory and the honor because indeed, in Jesus' name, amen. And amen. Amen, amen. Just as Pastor Max said, let's take